So after the Akdamas, we gave to Mrs. Sharm. Now let's learn the Akdamas of Mrs. Sharm himself. And let's see how he introduces the point of his own Sefer. So in Akdamas, he says like this, Amr HaMechadr. Hamchibar Azeh. This work, the Sefer. Lohi Bartiv, Lelamid, Ibn Adam, Mrs. Shedla Yadol. I didn't write it to teach people the things I don't know about. Hello? Why did he write it? To remind them of things they already know. And not only that, things which they know, which are well known to them. So, this isn't meant to be understood as, as an apology. That really I should have written Kiddushim, whatever it is. I'm sorry, I'm not writing anything new. We have to understand it like we spoke about last time. He wasn't trying to write Kiddushim. On the contrary, a person is looking for Kiddushim, is looking to take in new information. That's not the point of Musa. It might be the point of learning Chochmah. That's not the point of learning Musa. The idea of learning Musa is to integrate the things the person already knows. And that's what he says. Things which they know well. But because they know it, they don't work on connecting to it. So therefore the point of Mr. Sisharim is to build that connection to things which are already in the Chachma and connect it more to their Bina, to the level of understanding. Most of the things he's going to say are things that most people know. And they have no suffer about. Hello. Shakafi Rapir Summa. Ukanegid Mashem Itasum Glula Kol. Kahahahele Matsui Maoila Shikharab. And now he's saying an amazing statement. The more well known something is, or the more straightforward it is, the more people don't pay attention to it, and the more they forget about it. And why is it like that? And this is really the first Muslim line of the Sushishar. He's saying, because people don't know how to learn Musa. And therefore, when a person is looking to learn, he's looking to learn what's interesting uh, intellectually, what he finds stimulating to a, a nice concept he didn't think about before, it broadens his horizons. People are trained to learn Chochmah. People are trained to look for new and to understand new things and to develop their, the way they think. That's all Chochmah. Something which a person already knows. So he doesn't have much reason to learn it again. He already knows it. Something which he sees as being straightforward, so then it's partial. What's the question? Why do I have to spend time thinking about it again? I've already passed that point. I've already understood that. And therefore he says, it's not by chance that the more something's well known, the less people think about it. Because they think it's partial. And therefore the more something is amitasam glulakol, the more which is obvious, so people forget about it. Why? Because if a person doesn't think there's anything for me to add to my knowledge here, so that's not what I'm looking to think about. I'm looking to think about things I haven't yet understood or things I haven't yet learned. And the result of that is that even if a person understands something and knows something, but the level of his knowledge and understanding remains in the level of his chachma, or to say it a bit more sharply, the way it obviously says, it remains superficial. It remains superficial. Because it's only, and this is what the system is going to say, it's only through working with what a person knows to develop it more and to understand it better that it comes to a deeper level within a person. Mashanga and the thing, the, the idea which, is, which he thought about and understood, Nazareth to move on, so it's, it remains much more, so 
so to speak, less deep within his consciousness. And there's another point here also. It's also much less well understood. It's much less well understood. Because even the level of a person's understanding, you know, when he thinks, okay, I, I think it's through, I understood it, it makes sense to me, I'm ready to move on. But the more a person would think it through again, and the second time, the third time, suddenly he starts to understand the points which weren't actually, no, I, my, man, my brain kind of jumped to a conclusion, but it made sense to me, now I actually think it through again, it's not so simple. There's something which I'm not understanding so well, it's something which needs more clarification. And uh, how does a person reach that point? It's only through going through it a second time. And this isn't only talking about Musa. I'm not going to say this is an aside because you're learning Musa. I'm not going to say this is an aside. And that is my yeshiva, boys, for the work I'm going to start off. Now, beginning of the year. So I give a series of shirim how to learn. And everyone wants to become, they want to learn how to learn. They want to learn well. And most people have never been trained what's a, what's a step by step approach how to learn. No. And one of the first and most important points is is a person thinks they've read something, they've translated it, they understood what they said, they're ready to go on. That's not called learning. The first step you do is, now that you've read something, you've gone through it, you can you understand, uh, so to speak, what it says, good. Now go back and go over it a second time. Because you'll see yourself how many points that a person doesn't think about when it's all new to them, so they're just taking in all the new concepts. Now you know the concept. You, you know the idea of what's going to happen. Now you go back, work it through a second time, and suddenly you'll see so many more things which you have to think about. And how does it make sense? And how does this work? And how does it fit together? Because it's only when a person has a chance to just rethink things through, then it penetrates a deeper level of his understanding, he understands better. And once a person's done that, the third, the third step I always recommend is, now that you've gone through it twice, Close the safe and go over it again outside. Go over it again outside by yourself to say, the Gemara asks, the Gemara answers. The Gemara brought a question, the Gemara brought a proof. The Gemara does proof. Reconstruct the sugi in your mind. Even though this is the best answer for memory, but besides for that, besides for that, this is, it's not a talk, tell the Bakrim, but the Yasaita is that it's converting what a person knows into Bina. Because when a person hears something or reads something, so it's taking information. When a person has to recreate that in his own mind, he's using his way of thinking to recreate what happens. So you read the daf, you're reading the words, and you're taking what it says. You read the daf a second time, you're doing the same thing again. You're reading the words, you're taking what it says. So it's chokhmah. It's knowledge coming from an outside source. Now you want to develop it better, close the Gemara. Now on your own, say after the Gemara said. Not in the Gemara's words, in yours. The Gemara asked, the Gemara answered. The Gemara asked, the Gemara answered. This one said like this, and this one said like that. And he wrote a proof, and he, dis- he answered his proof. And what's the point of that? It's not just a matter of repetition. On the contrary, the, the Bakram says, so we just said word by word, middle by middle. Repeat words, like, no, there's no point in that. You can read that inside also. The idea is, that was said in your own words, because that forces you to think what you're saying, and in, in the words, in the way that you understand. And the amazing thing is, when people try this, suddenly they think of a whole lot of questions. Because when they have to reconstruct themselves and they have to work it through, so what's the next step? How do they answer the question? Why? I understand. How do they answer the question exactly? And he's answering his point. How do they answer his question? How do they disprove the point? And why didn't you see this before? And the answer is, the answer is that beforehand a person was really learning it on a more superficial level. 
when a person thinks things through a second time, a third time, a fourth time, wherever it's going to be, so they made it at, 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 at the same process of the Chachma, so to speak, converting into the level where a person understands it better, and the moment he understands it, we made it, he's going to be aware of things, or think of things he never thought about before. So really this idea applies to all that. This idea applies to all that. And we see it the whole time. We know what it says about the Torah, that the Torah is compared to a fig tree. The Torah is compared to a fig tree. No Torah to any Yechel period. And the Gemara asks in Erevin, why is the Torah compared to a fig tree? And the Gemara says there's something unique about the fig tree. What's unique about the fig tree is that the figs don't ripen all at one time. Most fruit trees, the whole fruit crop ripens at the same time. So now's the time to pick my apples or harvest my grapes. I go at that time of year, they're already, I'll pick the whole lot at once. And the tree is empty until the next season. What's different about the figs is that each fig grows separately, and therefore each time I come to the fig tree, I'll find another few figs which weren't ripe yesterday. And all the other figs, I can see them, they're still small and green and they're not ready yet. I'll come back and feel this time, they'll be ripe as well. Same thing by the Ebrei Torah. Every time a person goes over it, he finds new fruits. He finds new things to think about. And the question is, why is it like that? Why is it like that? By a fig tree, the reason is the figs aren't there yet. I can be very methodical. I can go branch by branch, look under every leaf. But I'll see, these figs are ripe, and those figs aren't. They're not ready yet. It takes time. When it comes to learning, if I learn methodically enough, and I think through each thing carefully, and I read each word, and I think about it. So why am I not going to think of everything at once? The Torah is there. So why is it only every time I, I, I go back to I find new things? So it's all there. If I'm careful enough and slow enough and uh, detailed enough, why don't I pick it all up in one go? And the answer is, because the person is like the fig tree. He isn't yet right. And this is an amazing thing. Based on what a person thinks about, so he understands new concepts. And now because of what he understands, he goes back to the Sugya. And now, based on where, at his point where he's holding now, he suddenly sees things he didn't think about before. Now that I've read the Sugya in Tyrus, which talks about this concept, now I'm in the Sugya here, I, I, see, I see a new meaning which I didn't see before. I knew that. And now that I've thought this through, now he made it, now I look out for certain things. And I look and I suddenly I see things that weren't there before. Why didn't you do it all the first time you learned? The answer is partial. The person wasn't right for that yet. The person wasn't at the stage to see it. And every time a person comes back, and he's progressed, so he's able to see more. And it's the same you started talking about. It's not the same. The Gemara says it's better. And it's the same you started talking about, and that is that the, the concept of converting Chachma to Bina. The more a person thinks about something, and the more he, therefore the more he's aware of, the more he sees. The more it penetrates, the more he understands at a deeper level. Maybe this is my own interpretation of the story. We're always allowed to use this to explain the famous mice of the Vilna God. It's brought down in the of the Haggis of the Vilna God that if somebody wanted to come and learn from the Vilna God, he wanted to join the, he wanted to come learn from the Chabur of the Vilna God. I'm sure there are many people who wanted to learn about the Vilna God. What was the fahir that the Vilna God used to give them to see if they deserved to join his inner circle? He never had the issue with the Vilna it was a small inner circle of Talmud. When someone wanted to join, what was the test that the Vilna God used to give? So it's brought in the Sefer, not the God. He used to ask somebody to learn a certain piece of Gemara. Whichever Gemara it was, it doesn't make a difference. Learn a certain death. But learn a well. And when the person would come into the God and say, obviously expect to ask questions, they learn the death well. 
لازم نقول سكان اللي كان اللي كان باك ذا ثالث انا فوت انا فوت انا سك لازم نقول واتش اند سي اللي سو اف ايتش تايم هي لانتس هي لانتس وذ مور جشمك وذ مور خيشك وذ مور از مور انتو ذا تايم بيفور اكسبت ذا تايم اللي في ايتش تايم ان ذا كونتري اتس اوريدي دان ذس اوريدي ناو اوريدي بين ثرو اتس لايك ايتش تايم وذ ليس ليس انتنس مور راش مور سو تو سبيك جست تو جيت اوفر وذ ات ذا جو ان اكسبت That's the story which is brought. The way I always understand it is based on this principle. And that is, somebody whose level of learning is more superficial. So once I know something already, then I get frustrated to learn it again. I know it, I know it. What am I doing? It's just like repetition, I already know it. Somebody who's able to, on the contrary, every time he learns it, he understands it better. So Khazara isn't a bad thing, on the contrary. Every time I'm going to go over it again, I'm looking to see more, I understand more, I pick up more. That's somebody who's, the, the, the level of learning is developing. The level of understanding is developing each time they learn. So I mean, I don't do that frustration that Khazara normally brings. I'm just repeating things I already know. That's what the Mishra says. People who feel like that, that if, if I'm just going to repeat the same thing again and I get frustrated, I already know this. What am I adding? So I'm not going to do it again. But if a person has trained his mind that what he learns and thinks about it more, then it's more of a process of converting it into something which is deeper, understanding it better. So each time he learns more, it's going to be more, he's going to find things he didn't find before. He's going to understand things he didn't understand before. What's the training to learn like that? So this is going back to the line I said from Revolver last time. That is, that's why I said, the training for Plimius Atari is Muslim. If a person wants to learn Plimius, in other words, to understand depth in Torah, you can learn the deepest safer on a superficial level. You know what the word says. But if a person wants to work on depth, which means understanding things deeper, so then the training to understand things deeper is most of exactly this point. Not to increase my knowledge, but to deepen my knowledge. To broaden, to, not to, to broaden my amount of understanding, but to work on the depth of my understanding. And that's exactly what you say. And therefore, when it comes to the it says, okay, you're going to get nothing from learning the Sisters Shalim once. All you're going to get is pick up information, and you already know that. As and therefore, Avra to Elis, if a person wants to gain from the Zizishayim, comes from constant repetition of the Zizishayim. Then the person gains from it. Why? It's going to force him to think about those things which people naturally tend to forget. And it's going to make him pay attention to the Chayv that he has in the world which he tends to ignore. And that's the use I said before. Normally, the way people work is things which they know, they forget about, and things which they, which they think are partial, they don't think about. And he says, therefore, that's definitely the point of the Sefer. The point of the Sefer is don't think those things are partial. We'll think about, we're going to go over them again and again, and me mainly he'll come to a greater level of connection to them. And those things which a person thinks are partial, and therefore he's going to forget them, he's going to make him remind them. He'll live, he'll live with them. 
So the Mesirisham is really outlined to us in his portion. The first few words are like Dhamma. What's the point of a Musa Sefer? What's the point of a Musa Sefer? And only what's the point of a Musa Sefer? What we're going to see, and this is what Rabbi Shal Sananta always used to say, maybe it was his um, addition, let's say, to the world of Musa, which already existed before him, is if the point of learning Musa isn't to learn something like a new topic, which I didn't know before. The point of learning Musa is to deepen one's awareness of things that he does know. Then if that's the case, there has to be a certain style how to do that. There has to be a way to to learn which is going to have that effect on a person. Why? Because the way we normally train to learn is to pick up information. We learn, we focus on learning new information. Maybe memorizing the information, maybe putting it together in a way which makes sense to us. But the master, the direction is to take the information. And that, like, like Mr. Shami said, that Mahalakh isn't going to work for Musa. That Mahalakh isn't going to work for Musa because you know the information already. It comes from the depth. What's the way to get to that depth? What's the way to get to that depth? And the answer is exactly the points we said before. The first one, the simpler one is repetition. Repetition. The person learns, it's not mystafic, it doesn't stop after having read something once or learned something once. It's ready to go over it again, it's ready to learn it a second time. So then he made it, that itself forced the person to rethink things he really thought he understood, and he made it understand it better. But the second point, and this is the maybe the bigger condition, which Rabbi Israel applied to Musa, is the way a person learns. Is the way a person learns. And let's talk about exactly what we said before. I said, and I repeat, that if a person wants to know the Gemara better, I'm saying this I've heard from a number of Tamil who could say this with more authority than I can, that what one gains from from reconstructing the Gemara on one's own once is more than he'll gain from ten Chazaris inside. Because it forces him to, to develop it in his own mind, in his own words, and construct this, the flow of the Gemara in his own, with his own logic, rather than just follow passively what it says in the same. And if that's the case, the same thing applies to Musa. If a person wants it to edit with Musa, reframe it in your own words. You've learned a concept, you've heard an idea, don't just repeat the words. Now say in your words. Make it, make it, re- rebuild it for yourself. That that concept of, now that I've understood something, how does it speak to me? How am I going to say that for myself? And that, that has the same effect. There's more, this is more than this as well, but that has the same effect that when a person has to say it for, work it for himself, work, it, work through it himself. You may have the effect of converting it to Bina. That's one of the big matters of having to, of saying of saying something off to somebody else. When I heard something, I heard it as Chachm, I heard a nice idea. You'll often find that something I heard and sounds beautiful, and now I try to tell it over, and I say, wow, I had an amazing shit. Really, what was it? So now I try and say it over, and then I suddenly find that I, I'm lost. When I heard it, it sounded so fantastic, so magnificent. And then I'm trying to say, and I suddenly get lost. How did that connect? And what, what, I'm missing something. What happened? Had you not tried to say it over, you would have been convinced. I know that she will. I just heard it. I enjoyed every word. And now that I try to say it over, what happens? A person suddenly sees that I understood it on a certain level. But now when I actually have to try and say it over myself to somebody else, so it has to get to a deeper point where I'm understanding it well enough to be able to say it over my own words. And suddenly I see I don't understand it so well. That's the way to to deepen one's understanding. 
Because then, when I do work with Tefillah, I understand it. Now I understand it much better. Now I understand it much better. And if I have an audience, that's a big minor. The audience can be myself. The audience can be myself. The fact that I'm going to say, what I just learned, let me say it over to myself. That's going to, that, that it has the same effect of converting something which I, I thought I knew well, and I've just learned, into something which I'm working on, developing on my own. You're not saying this instead of Islam, Muslim, or Islam, 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 and the Khazara was that something which a person has to work into himself. How, how am I going to say this? It comes out an amazing thing. It comes out an amazing thing. And that is that the transfer of Torah from door to door, that's something which changes each step along the way. The transfer of, of, of anything from one door to the next changes along the way. Because no one's saying it over exactly the words they heard it. Right? Otherwise it'd be a tape recording. The way a person says over is he heard that, yeah? He has to understand it well enough to be able to say it over, but now he's saying it over the way he understood it. Right? So it's, it's a slight change to the original. That's why there's so many facets of Torah. We said this, we said this last time also. Because everybody, they take information, they have to understand it, and they have to say it over the way they understand each person understands things slightly different in their own frame of reference, the own words they're going to use to say it over, the, own way, the way that they see it. So you know that's going to change a little bit to each stage of the transmission, a little bit exactly how it's said. Now, there has a danger. There has a danger. If a person is going to not say things accurately, there's going to be mistakes. That's why on the one hand, the person has to maintain accuracy as best as he can, but at the same time, understand it. There has to be a balance between these two factors. I don't want to change the accuracy of what I heard, but at the same time, I have to understand it. I'm not, I'm not just saying words which I don't really understand. I have to understand it to say it over myself. That's the concept of Torah Shabbat. The Torah Shabbat which is received and has to be transmitted. They, they, got, they wrote the Gemara because they thought people were going to forget it. Right. You remember, remember the mistake. Right. But that, that was the reason to write. That was the reason to be accurate what you remember. So once we have it written down, so then we have it, right, we have it source, we have source material, but even then, how it's going to be explained, we'll, we'll see. There are changes, start to do. And that, that's, uh, that comes from each person the way they understand. There'll be enough commitments. This is something which is part of the Mahalach of Torah. We see, the commission says the halakha. What's the reason for the halakha? So the one, one of is like this, one of is like that. There are differences. And what's the reason for the Rishon? Rashi says like this, the Ram says like that. There are differences. And what's the reason for the Rambam? The Lecha mission explains one way, and the Mishnah explains a different way. There are differences. Each door, right, they're, and they're taking the information that they're given, but they have to understand it, and they're going to be Hidokim. That's the... Uh, right, now, that's... No, you're probably 600,000. If you have to give a number, it's probably 600,000. Because that's the amount of Jewish is there. Multiply That's how many Jewish Shishamas there. Now, the last point. That's true for Torah. That's true for Torah. 
When it applies to Musa, and this is the Khidr, when it applies to Musa, it's the same thing. We're all going to learn exactly the same since the show. We're going to learn the same Tukim and the same Khazals. But, and this is the beauty of it, here it's not what you're going to teach, it's as much as what you're going to take in. And everybody can learn the same Khazal, but everyone who works on taking it in, it applies to them differently. For example, let's say we would learn about Yerushalayim. And everyone walks away thinking about working on the Yerushalayim. And we're going to go through the process of how to internalize the concept of Yerushalayim. And what's it going to say to you? So for one person we manifest like this, and someone else we manifest like that, and somebody else will speak to him this way, and someone else will speak to him that way. And that's what it's meant to do. The principles are the same. And this answers a big question in Muslim. That's what I wanted to get to. And that is, people are different. How can you have a one-size-fits-all approach for Muslim? Nobody says the Shaman is going to work for everybody. Who said? People are different. Everyone has their struggles. Everyone has their strengths. Everyone has their weaknesses. Everyone has their nature. So how can you learn a Sefer which is meant to talk to everybody? And the answer is, the Sefer is the Chafma. The Sefer is the principles. What you're meant to do with it is internalize it in the way that it speaks to you. In the way that it speaks to you. And therefore, how, what, what effect it's going to have on the person depends on the person learning. The effect that has on the person is the person learning. Rav is always to say that Musa is the Torah Sa'adam. The Torah Sa'adam. The Torah of the person, because what the, just like if you're learning the Sugya, it's like now with my way of learning the Sugya. If I'm, if I'm the person learning Musa, then it's really I'm learning me. I'm learning myself. I'm learning how to apply this to myself and how to work with myself. And therefore the same Bisoy and the same principle and the same Mahalach will work, will work, anyone can gain from it because the stage when it's transferring it into how does this speak to me? How does this connect to me? So we made it, it's there for everyone to connect to the way they understand which is within the same Torah of we're going to the Torah of that's, that's the first step of the Torah. The point of learning isn't to get information. You're not going to gain much more information, there's things people know. And it's definitely like that because if you focus on getting new information, then we, we're not focusing on internalizing information which you already know. The point of learning most is the Bina, is making an effort to, so to speak, take concepts which might be partial to us in our minds, but to develop them and to deepen them and to work with them and eventually to live with them. Because that, that's when it connects to a person, that's when it influences a person. Okay, that's what I'm talking about today. Better than tomorrow, we'll go to the next one. We can bring this much more